0: Hello, and welcome to The First Bill. I am Q Wynn and serve as the Director of Content Development and Education here at APHA. So each month we will release five five five-minute podcast episodes, offering a fresh dose of education highlights, practice pearls, and insights to inform your pharmacy practice, and advance patient care. Listen to new episodes at your convenience, then successfully complete an assessment at the end of each month to earn 0.5 hours of CPE credits. The first six months are free. And so for this segment, we'll be hitting on pharmacotherapy for obesity. Now, we've been hearing about the newest medications on the block for patients for weight loss. And these medications evolved from initially being used to treat patients with diabetes to now being approved or seeking approval as weight loss medications. So let's jump right into considerations for weight loss outcomes of glucagon-like peptide 1 receptor agonists, or GLP-1-RAs. Yes, we're talking about semaglutide and terzepatide. So while they've been everywhere, there were predecessors like liraglutide. The GLP-1 receptor agonists mimic our natural response to food intake by increasing insulin secretion, decreasing glucagon release, increasing satiety, and slowing gastric emptying. However, terzepatide affects two natural ingredient hormones. GLP-1, and GIP, which stands for glucose dependent insulinotropic polypeptide. And in this way, terceptide is able to control blood glucose via acting on two receptors while all others work by targeting only the GLP-1 receptor. Literal glutide is approved to treat diabetes and at a higher dose, it is available for weight loss. Here, patients have seen an average of about an 8% reduction of the initial body weights. Then came semaglutide for diabetes with a higher dose product at 2.4 milligrams weekly approved specifically for weight loss. Here, patients saw nearly a 15% reduction in their initial body weight um, as an adjunct to lifestyle modifications. And this was observed in the step one study. Again, the step one study researchers observed a mean weight reduction from baseline of 14.9% for patients who received semaglutide 2.4 milligrams compared to a reduction of 2.4% for those who took placebo. Now, though tercepatide is only approved for diabetes, studies have been underway, with many completed, on the efficacy and safety as a weight loss medication. Again, as of the time of this recording is not yet approved for weight loss. So several studies have been published. So that's really what we're going to be focusing on and really making sense of understanding where the data is coming from and what we should be taking into account when discussing these results with providers, patients, and really amongst one another. Let's briefly touch on the most relevant studies. We mentioned step one, and we'll now chat about SURPASS-2 and surmount keeping in mind that there's no head-to-head study available of semaglutide and tirzepatide, looking at weight loss as a primary endpoint with both medications at their respective maximal doses. In SERPES-2, this was a phase 3 randomized open-label trial design that compared the efficacy and safety of tirzepatide versus semaglutide once weekly in patients with type 2 diabetes. So investigators evaluated tirzepatide at five milligrams, 10 milligrams and 15 milligrams compared to semaglutide at one milligram. Now it's important to note that tirzepatide comes in many increments from 2.5 milligrams all the way up to 15 milligrams weekly with semaglutide being titrated initially at 0.25 milligrams up to two milligrams weekly for diabetes. And also, it's important to take note that the maximum dose of semaglutide for the treatment of diabetes is 2 milligrams in the U.S., but the study capped the dose escalation at 1 milligram due to other global sites being restricted to a maximum dose of 1 milligram. Therefore, this is a really important and a key limitation, and something that needs to be considered is that the A1C difference, the statistical significance, and the amount of body weight reduction do not compare the maximum doses of each therapy. So for weight loss from week zero to week 40, the semaglutide one milligram group saw a mean reduction in weight of 6.7%. Whereas the trucepratide five milligram group saw a 7.8% reduction and jumping to the 15 milligram group, a 12.4% reduction in their initial body weight. Moving on to the surmount trial, researchers looked at weekly doses of tirzepatide again, 5, 10, and 15 milligrams compared to placebo this time in patients with obesity. So similar to the step one trial with semaglutide. The mean percentage change in weight was 15% for the 5 milligram dose and jumping to the 15 milligram dose, there was a 21% change in weight from baseline. And so this is where you're going to hear most of the stats. Oh, 20% weight loss. While it definitely is impressive, it does not give the whole story. Is trisepatide effective as a weight loss medication and for the treatment of diabetes? Yes, and so is semaglutide. Now, is tersepatide better than semaglutide for weight loss? Maybe. It likely has a slight edge over semaglutide for weight loss, but one must take into account the individual, how each person will respond. Think about what other concurrent meds are on board, what comorbidities they have or what cardio metabolic differences um, that may affect the patient's response. And so we also don't know what the side effect profiles are for any given patient or either medication. We don't know for sure how semaglutide 2.4 milligrams will compare as there's not a direct study looking at the max doses of both medications in non-diabetic patients for weight loss. If this were to happen, it would ensure that the same population, same study sites, trial design, allowed meds, dose titrations, and evaluations were balanced. An extension study could also shed more light on the concern with stopping these medications, what it looks and what it means for weight regain and cardiometabolic effects after withdrawal. So in the grand scheme of things, people are interested in GLP-1 receptor agonists for weight loss. Both are potentially great options, but having the facts and understanding the comparator data is key to providing thoughtful recommendations and for counseling or answering questions. Let's continue to share the appropriate facts about semaglucide and tirzepatide for weight loss. Thanks so much for listening.